Hi, I'm Leia, and hi, Edie. I am enjoying my country house at the Great Wall of China, especially as the leaves are changing and the mountains are lighting up with their blazing colors. It's fabulous. Uh, I am an international school teacher living in Beijing with my sweetheart Don and our youngest daughter. Well, hi, I'm Edie, and I'm celebrating. Bobby Weir's seventy fifth birthday this weekend. <laughs> Leia, it's Bobby of the Grateful Dead, of Dead and Company, and Rat Dog. I'm sure he's Bobby of the Shorts. Bobby of the Short Shorts, <laughs> right? Oh yes, Bobby with those those cut off shorts of the eighties. I just loved it, Leia. <laughs> now he's wearing capris. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Well, people are always asking me what my favorite Bobby song is, and I did some reflecting on it while working on my, you know, journaling, and I think it's estimated profit. So you can search that up, Leia, and give it a listen. I am a Midwestern mama to two teens and a tween, and I'm a middle school reading specialist. We're the two chit chat chicks. Like always, we'll be sharing chit-chat tips and tricks. Celebrate a celeb's birthday and temptation bundling. Ooh. We will gather around the campfire to chat about burning topics. Cut yourself some slack. And, of course, we'll have our chit-chat challenge of the week. In our chit-chat tips and tricks segment... We share things that make our lives just a little bit happier or better. So, Edie, let's start things off. Leah, you're going to really like how I did this because I am um, relating my tips and tricks back to my introduction. Well done. This is advanced. It's advanced. Advanced podcasting. (laughs) (laughs) My tip is to celebrate a celeb's birthday um, because why not, Mm -hmm. you know? Why not? For for some reason in this house, we like celebrating musicians' birthdays. I remember um, your Ringo mm-hmm. Star sheet cake. That was impressive. <laughs> Though I, when I was thinking about this, I'm very shocked that we don't celebrate Nick Cage's birthday. I think we're going to add that. You know, okay. that would be really fun. Mm-hmm. Really fun. So all it really is is about baking a cake, you know, so your teens and tweens can have more cake. Yes. But what we do is to celebrate their birthday is we listen to their music. We might watch one of their concerts on YouTube. We bake them a cake. If they have a memoir, I'll read that. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you mentioned, Leia, um, Lulu made a beautiful cake for Ringo Starr's 72nd birthday. <laughs> And he, you know, is always saying, peace and love, peace and love. So she swirled the inside of the cake to look like the earth. It was green and blue. And, um, you know, wrote peace and love. It was really good. She was mad because Leonard had his friends over and they wanted to celebrate Ringo's birthday and they ate like half the cake. Well, that's, you know, that's not peace and love. That's just greediness. (laughs) 
Well, I told Lulu, I'm like, you want people to eat the cake, and Ringo would have given them cake, right? <laughs> I suppose. Huh. Um, well, Bobby's cake is going to be a tie-dye of cake, course. and Lulu and I are going to make it later today. But Leia, all joking aside, you know, Bobby is 75, and he did um, lead quite a what should we say, uh, a druggy lifestyle. <laughs> short, short, druggy lifestyle. <laughs> and, you know, he had some problems, not shockingly, with substance abuse. Mm -hmm. But now Bobby is super dedicated to fitness. Oh. He joined up with the um, Wolf Brothers. I, oh, I forgot to mention that, Bobby and the Wolf Brothers. <laughs> But the drummer, Jay, is super into, like, high-intensity workouts, and now so is Bobby. So on TikTok, um, he's he shows all his gym workouts sometimes, you know, when he's on tour. I've seen Bobby working out in, like, a parking lot next to his tour bus and <laughs> or on a plateau. There's a big tire, and he's hitting it with a sledgehammer. Oh, my. Oh, my. Sisyphus so, or something. <laughs> Yeah, what is going on? Gonna roll but... this stone up the hill. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So I am inspired by his um dedication to fitness and I just love him. I just I love his capris, I love his short shorts, <laughs> and I'm gonna love eating that cake later. Yes. Wow. This is this is some kind of tip. And I do, you know, mm -hmm. anything for an excuse to eat cake. I like it. Right? Yeah. You know, well, given my love affair with the Great Wall of China lately, I think that I might, well, if, if it were Julie Andrews' birthday soon, <laughs> I think I would like <laughs> to make a cake to celebrate Julie because I can just, like, see her yodeling and spinning around in her dirndl. <laughs> In the yes. music, right? She, of course, she's in the Alps, and I'm, I'm in the, you know, I'm in the hills of China. But still, I don't know, Edie. I kind of think it would be fun on her birthday to go up to the Great Wall and do like a recreation of it, right? I could wear a, an apron <laughs> and a dress <laughs> and swirl around, <laughs> and of course, make a cake. Yeah, well, yeah, make a cake. Yeah, a well, Leia, I I suggest finding out when her birthday is and, mm. you know, slotting that into your schedule. It's a lot of fun because it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous to celebrate people's birthdays who, you know, don't know you. Right, but fun. Right. But mm -hmm. it's good. I love it. Okay. Well, Edie, my, my tip or trick this week, I, again, I'm, I'm always saying I don't know the difference, but I read an article just yesterday in the New York Times about, uh, you know, how exercise, we talk about this quite often, like doing as much as you're able to do without, you know, without feeling like you have to keep up with the ultra athletes. But here's a little quote from the article that I read. I'll post it in the show notes. I can't remember the name of it. But Kelly Strohacker, she says, need an extra push? She's a professor of exercise physiology at the oh. University of Tennessee, Knoxville, and she researches hmm. health behavior. And she suggests a behavioral economics hack called temptation bundling. <laughs> <laughs> so it works like this, Edie. 
by bundling something we love and look forward to, for example, a favorite podcast like ours or a TV show or a gripping audio book or a playlist with Bundling that with an activity we find challenging, we can boost our chances of doing the latter, the activity. So simply, yeah. right? So simply pairing those together can help ease a little bit of that initial, I don't really want to do it, but I know I should. So the key, she says, is to only allow yourself to indulge in that particular pleasure while doing the workout. And that is called yeah. temptation bundling. Well, Leia, I feel like nothing is new because Gretchen Rubin talks about this all the time on her podcast. And she calls it pairing. Pairing, okay. Well, pairing. We can call it something else, right? We could, we could call, call it something else. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, th I think it's a really good idea. And um, I don't know, like... I, I just don't want to do it. <laughs> I do. I'm very motivated by it. I'm I'm on it. In fact, when we stop podcasting tonight, Edie, I'm trying to yeah. do 10 or 15 minutes each evening of, of something in particular, Pilates mm -hmm. or yoga, something quite gentle. And I was thinking, I was looking forward to watching some of a, sh a show that I'm going to talk about in the next podcast. I'm watching a little bit while I do the exercise, my exercising, and I'm, I'm psyched by that. Well, I think that's wonderful. And I do do temptation bundling and pairing when it works out, mm -hmm. you know, like it's, you know, it's like, oh, I'll listen to Love It or Leave It on Saturday morning, mm -hmm. but... You know, I would also listen to it, you know, sitting in a chair. Sitting in I don't chair know. Eating gummy bears. Yeah. <laughs> but I think it's it's excellent. It's it's an excellent idea. And I'm sure it works for many people. But I have resistance to it. Okay, Fair enough. Do I hear a campfire? Do I hear a campfire tune? It's time for Campfire Chat. Leah, it's not been smooth sailing over here in Wisconsin. In fact, it's been borderline horrendous. Um, this has been an extremely difficult start um, to the school year, both for myself and for all of my colleagues and for the students. It's just been nonstop. So I have found myself doing the bare minimum to get by. And then I get very cross with myself for doing the bare minimum because I feel like I should be getting more done. Oh, yeah, I get that. Well, I too have had some challenges over the last few months. Uh, my daughter's gone to Canada for university and Edie, I miss her so much. I can't even tell you. And not just because she edits this podcast. <laughs> mm -hmm. And my daddy's not doing well. And, you know, I can't go back to Canada to see him, among other things. So I do feel like some of my stress and sadness may be manifesting in some actual psychosomatic illnesses. Uh, I've not been feeling that great. I pinched a nerve in my neck last week. Just, you know, I woke mm. up and I couldn't move my neck. So I don't know. It's it's feeling kind of tough for me these days also. Um, so, yeah, let's talk about some ways that we can cut ourselves some slack during seasons of our life that feel particularly difficult. 
Oh, Bright, I have lots of ideas for this episode, Leia. <laughs> Very, I've gotten very good at this. So the first way that I have been cutting myself slack is um, autumn yard cleanup. So it is mid-October, and I have paid very little attention to my yard, though it should be, you know, all put away for winter. Um, the other weekend, I did enlist some help. I talked I told Gus to um, rake the leaves and I was looking out the window and I saw him like raking leaves, raking. And then I saw him like sitting on the ground and stuffing (laughs) leaves into the bag. And I I was like, oh, I asked for help and there's Gus. And then I saw him like dragging a huge bag of leaves, you know, to the curb. And then he came in the house and I'm like, oh, and I went out to to look at where he had raked. Leah, you couldn't even tell he had raked. Oh, no. <laughs> there were just leaves everywhere. Oh. <laughs> and I just like, well, I don't know. I just let that go because it was just a fight I didn't feel like, you know, having with him. Yeah. Plus, he looked so cute, you know, yeah. putting the leaves in the bag. He did get a big bag. And then um, my boyfriend was helping me... Um, with, you know, my garden, my raised garden beds. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that was all nice. And I'm like, oh, it'll be so nice. They'll be all, you know, cleaned out and just empty. And what he did was he created in one of the beds a huge compost bin. Oh. <laughs> Cutting up all the all the stalks and overgrown zucchini and cucumbers and now they're in a big mountain and it's very unsightly (laughs) Leia don't worry it'll snow soon and cover it all up (laughs) well I decorated the huge compost pile I have a a tin man made out of old soup cans so I set him by it and then I have like an old battered watering can and I, I filled it full of like grasses and set it next to the tin man. Ooh, that's impressive. <laughs> I mean, is it hiding an unsightly mess? Maybe, but creative. No, you could, it was creative. I thought it would make the compost pile look more intentional. And I don't even know why I care because the whole yard is just a mess. Oh. So how are you cutting yourself slack with this? I'm not sure I understand. <laughs> well, I didn't I didn't do any of this work except ah. I decorated the compost. Okay. <laughs> so there are still pots that need to be emptied. I haven't cut back many of the plants. Uh-huh. There's all these ho- the hoses I still have to put away, uh, you know, which is really hard cuz I don't know. Hoses are just bears. They're, They're just bears. It's like wrestling a bear. Hoses and cords and oh my gosh. Why do we even have them? So the way I'm cutting myself some slack is I'm okay with none of it getting done until spring. And if my terracotta pots like break, I had too many plants anyway. So whatever. <laughs> whatever. That's good. Whatever, Trevor. <laughs> yep. Okay. That's good. Okay. Well, my cutting myself some slack these days kind of just revolves around putting myself first as much as possible. So, you know, just obviously there's things I need to do to take care of my family unit and at work. But beyond what I have to do, my essentials, I'm just 
I'm just actually choosing to do only what I want. And actually, I made this manifesto the other day, Edie, which just seems a little ridiculous. And it's not, yeah. not good for other people. But I've said we don't have a dishwasher here in China. And we take turns washing the dishes after dinner. Or somebody, somebody cooks, somebody washes the dishes, and somebody walks the dog. And um, <laughs> I've, I've made this statement that when I wash the dishes, I will no longer be washing cutlery. Because, Edie, I'm just, I just hate washing forks and spoons and knives. For some reason, it just annoys the heck out of me. So I just now put them in like a big um, measuring cup and I, you know, soak them uh, and I leave them. I'm not doing them. <laughs> That's, I've decided, Fair enough. I've decided that is no longer my job, even when it is my job to wash the dishes. <laughs> so, well, I agree. You know, Don't I'm... wash that cutlery. <laughs> Pretty soon we'll have nothing left Stop to eat it. with. We'll start eating with our hands. <laughs> yeah, then the, everyone can wash their own hands. It's well, brilliant. Don made a very lovely pork tenderloin tonight, and you know we had potatoes, scalloped potatoes, and this nice salad and Brussels sprouts and pumpkin, a very autumn-y meal. And uh, it was quite quite a bear to clean up, I must say. And I was I was on dishwashing duty. But Edie, in the sink right now, <laughs> just a whole pile of dirty cutlery. And I'm not cleaning it. I don't know who will, but it's not going to be me. <laughs> Well, that's what I was wondering. Who will clean the cutlery? I bet Emily won't. So it's Don. Don will be. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. Mm -hmm. Maybe. Oh, well. So that said, um, other ways of putting myself first, uh, (laughs) other than not washing the cutlery, is like on, for example, on Friday, I don't, you know, I I tend towards not being chit-chatty other than with you on this podcast. And so mm-hmm. I, I don't go out in crowds. But after school on Friday, a couple of us went out for wine just down the road from school. And it was really nice. And it was spontaneous. And I felt like doing it. And it didn't feel overwhelming to me. And it wasn't something that was planned ahead of time because that, te- that mm-hmm. tends to be more stressful for me when I know something's coming up that I've agreed to, you know. And then it's like, oh, it's coming, mm-hmm. it's coming, it's coming. And then I just kind of psych myself out. But because this was spontaneous and, and I really loved the people that I was going with, it was super fun. I loved it. So um, I think like going home a bit earlier and also this is the thing, saying maybe to prearranged engagements and then deciding mm-hmm. just before, you know, rather than mm-hmm. worrying about it, which I tend to do, just saying, yeah, I'll, I'll see if I can make it and then. And then I'll see, right? I'll see how mm-hmm. I'm feeling. And uh, that's that's kind of the way I roll with socializing. And so I'm giving myself some slack with that. And, um, yeah, and just not having to do things perfectly, you know, good enough. Like, I, mm-hmm. I, I'm not a perfectionist in my own life with my own things, but for work and for, you know, to with friendships and with, my family, I like to do things so that they're of a high caliber, but I actually, <laughs> I think I have a higher caliber threshold than a lot of people. I think I can take it down a notch sometimes and it'll still be really good. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to try that. See how that goes for me. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> yeah. Why not? 
Okay, Leia, here's my second way to cut myself some slack is with meal planning. Mm. Like when you were saying what you had for dinner, it was like, what? <laughs> right? I didn't make it. What? Oh, I was going to say that would be like a holiday meal mm-hmm. over here. Mm-hmm. Um, we are having, having like the simplest meals ever. Um, meals that I don't even have to consult a cookbook for because I just don't have the energy to look through the cookbook, write down the ingredients, go to the store, Uh uh bring it back, you know. Well, you know how it's done. Um, So... We're we're having a the kids love those Hawaiian rolls and ham, oh, yeah. so we're having a lot of that. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering, you know how it is when you keep having it every week, and then all of a sudden they hate it. Yes. <laughs> so yes. I fear that'll be happening soon, but we'll see. Um, I'm also not worrying about tidying the house during the week. I just clear what I I just do what I can on the weekend to get it back into shape. Yep. Because I refuse to cut back on, like, reading books or working in my studio to clean, uh-huh, though good. the bathroom is getting, like, ooh. <laughs> so, I don't know. I've also started going to the grocery store in my pajamas, Leah. I've been telling <laughs> myself, like, no one notices. But, I mean, I come on. That's such a lie. <laughs> No one will notice I'm in my pajamas if I put this coat on. <laughs> you know, Edie, though, I think a, pajamas are a thing now. People, back in the day, like my mom would say, my waistband, like not sweatpants, but polyester pants, my mom would call those her slacks, right? That was, that was yeah. the thing. But I think slacks have, you know, become yoga pants over time, sweatpants, and now I do believe they're morphing into pajama pants. And I will say I have been with this trend for many years. I wear my pajamas everywhere all the time, including to work at times. And I like to pretend. Really? That, I like to pretend that people don't notice, but I suspect that they they do, right? Because yeah. You know. <laughs> but yes, yeah. really, I live at I, I work at a very casual school. We don't have a dress code, and people are pretty. Yeah, I mean, people wear jeans, and uh, yeah, and I wear pajamas. So there you go. All right. <laughs> All right. Now, I like it, Edie. You know, you've got to do the things that you want to do, like reading and, and doing your art. And I, I, you know, I hope that you can clean your bathroom on occasion <laughs> <laughs> or delegate Hopefully it. Hopefully it'll happen. Pay someone to yeah. do it. That'd do, you, do you remember the le- the Gus raking the leave um, story? Yeah. The leaves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is you're equating that to your bathroom or what? Well, what what will happen if I ask him to clean the bathroom? Oh, I see what you're saying. Right, right. Yeah, you know, put away mm-hmm. the toothpaste or something. <laughs> yeah, and, and call it done. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, maybe you need to save some of that salary for uh, somebody to clean your bathroom. I don't know. I think so. I don't know, but that is that is a solution if we can. Find the cash to get some help. That's that's a nice thing. Okay, so yeah, this whole meal planning business. Yes, indeed. Keep it simple. You know, Edie, this afternoon, I, I was thinking I like to have soup. Uh, I'm a big soup eater, and, and it, it is mm-hmm. the season of soup and crock pots and whatnot. 
but uh, I wanted to have something good to go for the week. And I, so I'd like to make a soup on a Sunday that I can take to work for the remainder of the week. And I looked around and I just thought, ugh, seems like a lot of work. So I just, Edie, I went into the freezer and I found a pack of frozen spinach and another of frozen pumpkin. And then I found, what else did I put in there? You know, just, a, just, just some broth and some other veggies that had been you know that were left over that we'd frozen from I don't know from months ago and I just I just cooked them all up in some broth and added some seasoning and you know a little bit of garlic and onion and then I whirred the heck out of it in my blender and uh, it's a pretty nice soup I have to say Mm. with minimal right so maybe clean out your freezer and whip up some soup just there you go just a thought but uh, I am lucky that I have a partner who likes to cook. Though I will tell you another story. This isn't really cutting myself slack, except that I woke up this morning and thought, what nice things can I do that will make me happy? And I had been reading about Dutch babies. Do you know what a Dutch mm-hmm. baby is, Edie? Yeah, they're that pancake. Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That, I didn't know about Dutch babies until very recently. But for whatever reason, every time I pick something up these days, I keep reading about the Dutch baby. So a Dutch baby is a a pancake type situation that you make in your cast iron skillet and you bake in the oven. And it's pretty quick. You just whir up the ingredients in the blender and then you heat up your cast iron in the in the oven. And it kind of bubbles, and, and it's it's a little bit dramatic, a little bit souffle-like. And so we had it with some fresh apples and peaches and maple syrup, and it was really yummy. And interestingly, I don't usually like to make breakfast, but this did feel like cutting myself some slack, just having a nice breakfast and having some fun in the kitchen. But... I am, when it's my turn to cook, I'm often making sandwiches. I, I'm pulling out that panini maker and, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, and the quick and easy soups. So I guess the other thing that I would say that, uh, that helps cut myself some slack is just moving a bit more, right, and getting out into nature. So it's been... Leah, yeah. Leah, what? this is called cutting yourself some slack and you just said you're moving more and getting out into nature and you just discussed making a dutch baby this is all like i think you don't understand how to cut yourself some slack i just have to say because i think our listeners are confused why i'm you know flopping around in my pajamas decorating compost heaps and you're eating lovely breakfast and hiking more (laughs) so anyway okay well whatever let me defend myself a little bit I don't move very much and so it's been a big deal for me to to have this place out at the great wall because we're trying to get out on the weekends and it's actually I didn't I didn't think I would ever hike again, Edie. It's it's between my some of my back issues and whatnot, and just like not not enjoying working very hard and huffing and puffing. Uh, I just like it wasn't a thing for me. But I am super motivated to climb climb the hills and you know clamber on the Great Wall, going at my own pace totally, which is ridiculously slow. My kids call it momentum because once I start to move, I don't 
I don't like to stop because I freeze up mm. like the Tin Man, you know. So I just shuffle. Mm-hmm. I just shuffle, 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 shuffle. But I keep going. And, uh, yeah. And I cut myself some slack by not trying to keep up with anybody. And so I don't go to, like, group exercise classes anymore ever because I can't do what other people can do. I exercise at home alone, <laughs> you know, in my in my little room and, uh, you know, do my 10-minute whatever from YouTube uh, in the morning and, and then a little bit more in the evening. And using the temptation bundling tip, uh, it works out mm-hmm. for me. And it is cutting myself some slack because I'm just not trying to compare or compete. Okay. okay. All right. Is that all right? I guess. And I promise I won't I won't make anything but sandwiches for the rest of the week. <laughs> and I won't wash oh. any cutlery. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> it's time for the chit chat challenge of the week. So every week we share our chit chat challenge of the week on the chit chat coop on Facebook. A really fun place to chat with other listeners to the podcast and give your opinions and recommendations and share fun things. So this week, your challenge is to look for areas when you can cut yourself some slack. Like, maybe don't make two Dutch babies, just make one. Right, Leah? Amen. Amen. Or maybe make none. I don't think I'll ever make a Dutch baby again. And, you know, everything doesn't need to get done. And it, get, and it can get done in your way, uh, you know, not in somebody else's way. Just, like, do what you need to do and... Let the rest take care of itself. And um, remember, you don't have to be a perfectionist about what you do do. Oh, yeah. You do do. You do do. Yep. <laughs> do do. That's funny. <laughs> okay. So we're getting a little punchy. So this is it for this episode of the two Chit Chat Chicks. Check out the show notes for links to our blogs, Instagram, and to my Etsy store, Prairie Girl Greetings, and to the Chit Chat Coop. Yay! We'd also love a review on iTunes, so if you can get on down to iTunes and do that, it would make a big difference to us and get other people listening to this really fun podcast. Don't cut yourself any slack on this. No. Write that review. Yes, please. Thanks to you, Leah, for editing the podcast. You have cut yourself no slack on editing so beautifully every week. Oh, well, I am trying my very, very best, Dee, Dee that's for sure. Okay, bye-bye, everyone. Clack, clack. Clack, clack.